Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Alright, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And this is the beginning of year four of the podcast. Thank you so much to everyone who has been listening to this show, everyone who's been with us since the beginning, or if you're a new listener, thank you so much for tuning into it. That was, of course, a new theme song, those of you who have been listening for a long time no every year i like to switch it up because i am a music composer first podcaster second even though it doesn't seem that way lately but anyway uh i always like to kick off each new year with a new theme so i hope you enjoy it because you'll be hearing that on all the upcoming episodes of this show And today is not a regular episode, but it is one of our monthly trailer roundup episodes. Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year is back with us to take a look at some new movies coming out in March. So that is coming up here in a second, but before we do get to it, I want to remind you all, as always, it's a new year, but I'm going to keep asking you to make sure you're subscribed to piecing it together wherever it is you listen to podcasts and if you like the show to rate and review us on apple podcasts or Podchaser, we really appreciate the feedback we've been getting and getting a lot of great reviews lately those five star ones are the best but really we just want to hear what you think of the show because we want to keep making it a better and better show for you guys so Leave us some feedback. And you can also follow us on social media at PiecingPod and join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. And don't forget about the Patreon, produced by David Rosen, where we combine content from my music career, as well as piecing it together, and Awesome Movie Year, and everything else that I'm involved with. Uh, Awesome Movie Year just recently posted a special bonus exclusive episode on the Patreon that is on the 1984 Prince classic Purple Rain. That is a fun episode that you can only get there on the Patreon. So produced by David Rosen. It's patreon.com slash by David Rosen. Go check it out. So let's get into this episode where we're going to talk about some new movies coming out in March. All right, Jason Harris is back with us to look at some movie trailers. But first... Jason, how are you doing? Dave, I'm good. How about you? Good. I'm glad good. to hear that. I'm I'm doing good. I'm uh, I'm I'm busy. Um, as you know, I'm scoring a feature film right now, and it is uh, it's it's draining me a little bit. What to be is honest, it about but, this feature film? Uh, it 
it, it's it's about a woman who has uh, suffered uh, years of abuse in her her childhood, and it's now manifesting in uh, in some violent tendencies. Let's just say, um, and so it's it, it's a heavy movie. Let's put it that way. A vicious cycle, it sounds like. Absolutely, that is right. So, uh, more about that coming soon uh, when I release a soundtrack album or something like that. But uh, today we're going to talk about some trailers for some upcoming movies. And you know, last month we uh, we did this as well, and a lot of those movies ended up getting delayed till March because it's just impossible to keep track anymore of uh, what's going to happen with these release dates. Yeah, we don't know. We can't help it. So a few that we covered last month are actually coming out or will be out by the time this episode is released. We don't know, but uh, we're trying, guys. We're, we're, we're trying to keep up. That is right. Uh, we, we might as well just briefly mention those really quick. Uh, I'll tell you, I saw three of these. Uh, we, we talked last month about Malcolm and Marie. I really liked. I know you hated. Everyone should listen to the episode I put out on that one. PVT Chat, which I still have not gotten around to watching and I'm really looking forward to. I'm probably going to watch that next weekend. Did you see that yet? No, I think Malcolm and Marie might be the... I'm a little behind um, and also disgusted with you. So I think Malcolm (laughs) and Marie, which is not a good movie, is the only one I saw. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I care a lot. I did not like. Um, that is kind of like Malcolm and Marie. It's pretty divided movie. The uh, response on that one. Yeah, and we, but we love that trailer. I remember last. Oh time. yeah, absolutely. And I think there's things about it that I like. Uh, I think all of the performances are pretty great. I just don't really like the story, but that's another uh, story for another time. Crisis was delayed, um, but did just come out this weekend. I'm looking forward to checking that out. Um, I'm surprised it came out at all with all the Army Hammer stuff still going on. But um, Cherry also came out this weekend and is getting torn apart. Actually, I might as well put them together. Cherry and Tom and Jerry both came out this weekend and are getting torn apart by critics. Uh, I just watched Tom and Jerry this morning. It was delightful. Um, <laughs> I know you have I just no think plans. You're probably not a good person at this point, Dave. <laughs> yeah, that, that may be. That may be. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that that's the recap of the February trailers. Uh, half of them uh, just came out this weekend. It looks like. Yeah, I, I, I real real quickly. Crisis is the one that uh, the dude from Arbit, Arbitrage did. Arbitrage, Arbit, what, whatever that word is. So and mm-hmm. uh, it looked really good. So it is. You know, I'm sure it's going to get buried, but uh, I I want to watch it. You know. Yeah, I, it's definitely on my list to watch this month. So uh, we'll see. We will see, but uh, let's start talking about some of these new movies. Let's kick it off with a movie coming to Netflix on March 3rd called Moxie from director Amy Poehler, and uh, it's a it's a high school comedy about these girls who start a zine and start uh, spreading information about the other students. What did you think about this one? Eh, I don't know. <laughs> it seemed like it was kind of... I couldn't really figure out the tone, right? Like... Part of it was to combat uh, sexism, from what I from what I could tell, right? Like, sure. Um, and you know, part of it was like, you know, very early on, Amy Poehler says, "When I was your age, all I could think about was taking down the patriarchy," right? And it's like, <laughs> I mean, how how on the nose can we be with the dialogue? You know, so yeah, it does seem very on the nose, but um, at the same time, you know, Amy Poehler is a huge talent. I mean, I, she's great. I would love to see. 
uh, her directing more stuff. And I don't know. I'll I'll jump in with puzzle pieces. I mean, you know, the obvious Mean Girls, you know, of course. But I was also I was just reminded of her more edgy years as uh, Upright Citizens Brigade and the kind of like weird punk rock shit she would do when she was a part of that whole uh, situation. So I thought of that as a puzzle piece as well. To be clear, the idea of like tackling sexism in high school, that's a very interesting jumping off point for a movie, sure. right? I just think yeah. like, I don't know if this one, and who knows. Um, what I thought of uh, so it was strange because like you said, they put out this um, this zine to kind of like uh, stamp their uh, stance on what's going on, right? So mm-hmm. I thought of Jerry Maguire, who put out a manifesto, you know, okay, and, uh, which <laughs> probably doesn't resemble that at all. Um, and then I like it though, yeah. So um, I and that you know, obviously we like that movie. So um, mm-hmm. there was. Uh, I liked uh, a very good movie called The Diary of a Teenage Girl. Did you ever see that movie? I did, yeah. That's a definitely a good pull here. Yeah, that's Mariel Heller's, I think, her first movie. And, um, and that dealt with issues of sexuality and, in some places, sexism and, and um, growing up in a very honest and uh, unforgiving way, I think. So um, I, I'm hoping it gets towards that level, but, you know, probably... From the uh, from the the preview, maybe not. And then the last one I picked uh, because they played uh, the Riot Girl song "Punk Rocker," the Kathleen Hanna documentary, which really it just has her music in it. But everyone, that's a great movie, and Kathleen Hanna rocks. So that's what I did with that. So right on. So I mean, this is all inspired. It feels like by the Riot Girl movement, right? So yeah, absolutely. The spirit of it, anyway. And, and speaking of which, too, I, I do like, uh, before we move on, I do like the idea of digging back into that whole, like, DIY zine craze of of that particular era. I, I don't know. Do kids still do that kind of stuff, or is it just all online? No, I don't think they do. I But it's funny. As you know, I'm a food writer, and one of the projects we were uh, talking about over this whole year with the pandemic was creating a food zine, like, going old school and, like, really kind of uh, showcasing indie stuff in there. And I agree. I agree with you guys. It's time for the zine comeback. And Dave, where would you put those zines in record stores like wax tracks records? That's right. Insert plug for wax tracks records. Yeah. So let's move on to a Disney movie. It's coming out March 5th theaters. And of course on Disney plus as these movies all uh, get to be released simultaneously. Now uh, Raya and the last dragon featuring a female hero and her dragon going on an adventure. Um, I will say I've actually seen this already. I got a chance to see it this week. Um, What did you think of the trailer, though? Oh, well, aren't you special Dave, who is quote-unquote a critic, because you have a (laughs) podcast where your guests do the heavy lifting. A critic who liked Tom and Jerry. (laughs) Yeah, you should get kicked out just for that. So, Um, I actually, like, story-wise... It seemed like there was a lot going on. Like, first it was like, these two uh, societies battle, and now we have to find this dragon. And then it turns out that the dragon is kind of goofy, and now we still have to fight again. So um, it seemed like maybe it, it maybe trying to fit too much into the movie. Mm. But the animation looks awesome on this thing, from what I could tell. Um, I was pretty excited about that. Yeah, no, it it looks absolutely gorgeous, and I would say though that my my 
biggest disappointment with this movie, just to kind of get ahead of it, um, is just the fact that it resembles a Pixar movie so much. And, you know, you kind of missed that that hand-drawn Disney style. But at the same time, it really does look great. Yeah, and actually, I was, you know, I almost put it in one of my puzzle pieces, Spirited Away, because mm-hmm. of the world it creates um, with that hand-drawn stuff. And this looked like it was almost trying to mimic some of the looks of, like, a Miyazaki movie. Sure. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that. What else do you have as pieces? Um, Brave was the first one I thought because you have a strong mm-hmm. female teenage uh, fighting hero who wants to lead and fight and uh, is very capable, you know. Um, I didn't put Mulan because it says from the studio that brought you Mulan, so I figured sure. you would put that because you're a <laughs> cheater. Um, and then the other one I put came out last year from Pixar, Onward. Because it was another thing where it was like, hey, we're on a quest, and one of the main members of the quest uh, is ill-equipped to handle this quest, mm. right? Um, sure. And actually, you could almost, you know, now that I think about it, talking about that, we just uh, released on Awesome Movie Year for our 2003 season, our Finding Nemo episode, and and Dory might resemble that character somewhat, too. So yeah. uh, that's that's where I'm at with this one. Right on. Yeah. Like like I said, a bunch of Pixar movies. I mean, it does seem like Disney's taking a page out of its sub-studio Pixar. But uh, for my pieces, I thought of How to Train Your Dragon, um, which is... It says dragon in the title. It's got dragons, but I mean, come on. It's a different movie, different studio. It fits. Come on. Uh, I, I, You know what? Fine. I also went with another Disney movie. I went with Aladdin as another one because uh, the Aquafina dragon character is just so silly and over the top and fun and uh, really, really makes for just a, a crazy, silly character um, out of this mythical creature. So did you like the movie since you saw it? I think it's a lot of fun, yeah. I, I, yeah. It, it's you know, it's not my favorite Disney movie or anything, but it's definitely a lot of fun. I mean, it's no Tom and Jerry. It's, it's no Tom and Jerry. Let's move on. Uh, uh, <laughs> speaking of delays, uh, our next movie is coming out March 5th, supposedly in theaters and VOD, but this is one of those movies that's been delayed over and over and over again. Even pre-pandemic, this was something that was just kept getting delayed. And so, you know, I guess we'll see. But it's called Chaos Walking. Uh, it's based on a very popular YA novel. And it's this crazy, just over-the-top sci-fi thing with creatures and this whole high concept of people being able to see each other's thoughts. And it stars Tom Holland, Daisy Ridley, Mads Mikkelsen, a, a whole huge cast, and it, it looks kind of insane. What do you think about this? Uh, well, well, I thought a few things. One, um, we, uh, in our 96 season on Awesome Movie Year, we talked about swingers and kind of Doug Liman's up and downs. And, yeah. uh, you know, this, like you said, has been delayed, but... You, you don't put it past them to, you know, make good movies and also movies that somehow uh, sometimes don't get credit at the time that they're released. So who knows? Um, mm-hmm. It does look like a little scattered and like a lot of stuff going on here. But as you know, from our year end episode, I'm a big Mads Mikkelsen fan. Another yes. round last year. So uh, my pieces were, um, I think, one that I actually used in another um episode which was light of my life the casey affleck movie where he has the a daughter and she's like the last female on earth 
Because yeah. this seems to be, I don't know if they're on this planet or another planet, but it seems to be that Daisy Ridley's the only woman alive, if I am yeah. getting that right, you know? And, yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. And the other one I thought is another awful mo- movie, so I thought that you probably would like it, um, <laughs> which is the Will and Jaden Smith vehicle after Earth, where they crash into a planet and have to survive together. And this seems like it has some of that, like, you don't know about this planet, you have to learn about it type feel to it i thought you were gonna say john carter um but yeah i i've never seen after earth actually but it looks so bad uh but along those lines uh i thought of cowboys versus aliens uh a very bad movie that mixes all kinds of genres and this movie just seems to have a lot of ideas all thrown together last woman on earth they can hear each other's thoughts it's an alien planet just you know so 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 many things that are just kind of thrown at the board and seeing what sticks. Uh, the other one I thought of, not it's not one movie, it's actually a, a couple of movies. It's uh, A Quiet Place, which is a movie where you can't make a sound. And then Bird Box, a movie where you can't see or look at the thing. And so in this one, you can't think. So it's another one <laughs> of these like single concept sci-fi adventures well netflix thanks you for combining two of their uh you know well i guess you really didn't you just picked bird box which is one but cowboys and aliens uh john favreau uh that was one you know and we love i love john favreau yeah one i slept through but um you know uh do we give john favreau any credit for um like he's the man at disney plus right now because he's got the mandalorian and then also wandavision's great and uh you know, even though he's kind of stepped away from the Mar- Marvel Universe, he was the one who jump-started that thing, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think he gets credit for it. And if I'm not mistaken, isn't he, like, developing an entire new trilogy of Star Wars movies at the moment? I mean, if anyone should, it should be him at this point in time. Uh, it does seem that Do you way. watch WandaVision, Dave? I don't, no. Highly recommend it. Uh, maybe one of these days. Yeah, no, I know. You got to watch Tom and Jerry a few more times first. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, let's move on to another movie. Uh, this one is a long time coming sequel to a beloved classic. It is Coming to America, coming to Amazon Prime on March 5th. Of course, with Eddie Murphy. It's directed by Craig Brewer. And uh, it looks... Like a lot of uh, comedy, long time in the work sequels of kind of retreading a lot of territory. But what do you think about this? Well, I rewatched the original Coming T.O. America as opposed to this mm. one Coming the number two America, you know, um, yes. recently. And I love the first hour of Coming to America, the first one. But the second hour is not that good. I think it mm. kind of survives on that all the comedy of the first hour. And then when it gets plot heavy in the second hour, it's like, eh, it kind of gets bogged down. But I didn't want to pick like some obvious ones. Although I will say the idea of a young person getting rich uh, very quickly and having to adapt to that, which seems to be the um, Prince Akeem's kid in this one, you know, yeah. reminded me of Trading Places, which of course. Eddie Murphy sure. and uh, John Landis, who directed the first Coming to America, you know. Yeah. Um, and then the other one I thought of is like, what movie was the um, the most odd version of someone in a political or royal situation? And it reminded me of the John Goodman film, film King Ralph. King Ralph, Ooh. Dave. First time mentioned here on the Piecing It Together 
trailer. I, it may well be. It may well be. First time of the entire podcast altogether. So. That's right. We're going <laughs> deep into the bag because, you know, we got to bring the heat today. Yes. Good job. I like that. Um, that I want to add piece. one more, uh, which is, again, about people getting rich, um, maybe uh, on the sly. And it's a lovely movie called Waking Ned Divine, which I'm sure has nothing to do with this other than, you know, it's people getting rich. But watch Naking, Waking Ned Divine. Did you ever see that movie? It's a great movie. I think I did back in the day when it came out, possibly. Cool. Those are my pieces, Dave. Awesome. Well, uh, first piece is a lazy one, I will admit. Uh, and it, it's all of these long time in the works comedy sequels, whether it's an Anchorman 2 or, a, you know, a, any of these ones that just come so long, you know, after the first one and kind of just, like I said, in, in, in the uh, description of the movie that kind of like rest on uh, just redoing the same thing with maybe a son or a daughter or, you know, that kind of thing. You could also go with like a Jay and Silent Bob uh, reboot, you know, one of those kind of movies. The other one I thought of is there's a lot of culture clash in this trailer. So I thought of Borat, you know, to tie it to my first piece, you could say Borat too because of his daughter. So um, it, again, it's continuing a very common tradition lately of these long in the works comedy sequels. except we both agree that borat 2 which was a long uh time between the original and the sequel is pretty great it is pretty damn yeah. good yeah so i mean and i i, I watch you know obviously we watched the preview again today for coming to america and uh, you know tracy morgan's in there uh some of those fun characters that eddie murphy and arsenio hall play are in there yeah. i mean i love the preacher i love randy watson so i'm holding out hope that this will be good but who knows? I hope so too. It doesn't look very good, but I hope so. <laughs> but you know it does. You know it does look good, Dave. The next movie on the list. All right. If, well, if, this one. If, I, if it's <laughs> if the order that I think it is. It's. I think it should be. Uh, it's called Boss Level. Yeah. It comes man. out March fifth on Hulu. Uh, although my dad has had a bootleg from the swap meet for like a year now, uh, but don't tell anybody about that. Anyway, he loved it. And it's directed by Joe Carnahan, who has had some pretty damn great action movies in the past. And it's another time loop movie. We know Jason loves time loop movies. It stars Frank Grillo, Mel Gibson, Naomi Watts. It looks like a video game brought to life in which this guy has to just keep living this very action-packed world. Uh, what do you think of this? I'm so excited for this, man. Frank <laughs> Grillo, is he like one of the great underrated action stars? You know, he would be if I was still working at Blockbuster Video in that B-movie section, <laughs> right? But oh yeah, I kind of like Frank Grillo a lot. And uh, I saw this and I'm like, man, this is a perfect vehicle, no pun intended, for um, mm. uh, Frank Grillo and uh, Joe Carnahan, who, like you said, has made some... Really fun action stuff. So uh, the first one, and I usually don't do this, but I did want to reference an earlier Frank Grillo movie because um, I think people might not have seen it. Wheelman on Netflix is great. And uh, it's exactly... I'm pretty sure I saw that when it came out. Yeah. It's kind of like Frank Grillo if he was in Drive or something like that. Sure, and, sure. But it has like a lot of big action like this one does. And if we're going to also talk about... Uh, action and time loops. We got to go to a different Doug Lyman movie, not Chaos Walking, but Edge of Tomorrow, a movie that wasn't appreciated in its time, but now seems to have developed quite a following. 
Yeah, I should actually, to go back to Chaos Walking, I should say, let's give Doug Lyman, you know, the benefit of the doubt in all cases, because that movie is so fucking good. And he's got at least, like, three home runs in his career between that, Swingers, and The Bourne Identity, which, of course, which, when The sure. Bourne Identity came out, wasn't a big hit either. It became a huge hit on home video and everything, you know? That is that is surprising considering how many people love that uh, movie. But yeah, great pieces. Um, I'll go with another uh, action loop movie looper, uh, Ryan Johnson, and uh, because you know, like you said, you know, with Edge of Tomorrow and Looper, those are really the only uh, action based one of these loop movies that I was able to think of. I mean, it's it's been they've been doing it so much especially lately but usually it's either comedy or or like weird you know mystery sci-fi, or sci-fi yeah. or yeah or horror but uh but not with action and so it, it's uh it's cool to see that um and then also i thought of deadpool because there seems to be a lot of like very like self-referential like maybe breaking the fourth wall kind of you know moments in this i mean if this is looper meets deadpool like how great is this movie gonna be hell yeah <laughs> so, hell yeah um yeah this is good I, uh frank grillo we we are a fan awesome awesome well next up is a movie you added to the list that i i it slipped by me but um this is a netflix release coming on march 12th it's called yes day Stars Jennifer Garner, um, and it, it seems like a real feel-good kind of comedy about a family where uh, she basically has to say yes to everything her kids ask for. What do you uh, think right? Of this so the reason I put this down there was because um, my daughter is seven years old, and she's always asking me if I'll do the yes challenge. Kids love this stuff. Like I will, so this is a thing. Yeah, this is a real thing, and so that could okay. be a puzzle piece. The yes challenge on YouTube. Where like they, you know, um, like this d- dumb little boy Ryan. I'm sorry for picking on a little boy, but he's making 23 million dollars a year. Uh, have you seen these Ryan's toy videos, Dave? Uh, no, I have. Not. All right, so I'm gonna. Take I, I would be furious if I did. He's like I'm the sure, top right. earner on YouTube, and he just unboxes toys. He's not a dumb oh little God. boy. I take it back. His parents suck though. Um, and so like his dad. Like, Ryan will be like, hey, Dad, you have to go sleep outside on the roof. And he'll be like, okay, Ryan, you make $30 million. I do whatever you say, right? And so, like, these yes challenges are like that, right? Um, So the the yes challenges was kind of why I did it. And that's a puzzle piece. Obviously, the Jim Carrey movie, Yes Man, I think we both probably Mm -hmm. thought of. And uh, the last one uh, was, like, this one day anything goes thing, The Purge. <laughs> beautiful great piece yeah. just wrap it up right there yep, that, yep. that's I'm, all that's all you need I'm done. uh <laughs> yeah of course i had yes man on my list as well but i also had the bucket list um which is of course a very different setup but leads to the idea of kind of living life to the fullest and like really just going for trying all kinds of different stuff and so i thought maybe that fits a little bit Without knowing how much time we had left, we set out to complete our list. There were many goals on it, some big, some small, but we had to start somewhere. So that's where we started. Is that actual dialogue from the movie or did you just make it up? I just made it up and it sounds like it would be, doesn't it? It really did. Oh, man. So, uh... (laughs) You know what? You, you got me really excited for uh, for boss level, um, but 
my most anticipated of the list is the next movie, and that is Nobody. Uh, comes out March 26th in theaters. I assume VOD at the same time, but I, I got to check on that. But uh, Bob Odenkirk, the director of Hardcore Henry, a script from one of the writers of the John Wick franchise, and uh, it just looks awesome. Uh, do you agree with me? I here? can't wait for this one, Dave. And uh, before we uh, get into puzzle pieces, do you want do you want to hear a quick Bob Odenkirk story? Sure. So in Anaheim, I saw Bruce Springsteen, and right across from me in the row was Bob Odenkirk and uh, Jeff Garland. And uh, okay. then months later, I ran into Bob Odenkirk at a coffee shop in uh, Larchmont, and I was like, "Hey, man, I was I sat next to you at the uh, Springsteen show." And he was like, oh, yeah, he was totally nice. You know, I was just saying hi, talking. And then I was like, yeah, I'm actually going to Ireland this summer to follow Springsteen around, which is what I did. And he goes, oh, man, I wish I could do that. Oh, you're so lucky. Do you know what he was doing that summer? Why he couldn't do it, Dave? What, what was he doing? Filming the pilot to Better Call Saul. But I was the lucky one. So You were the lucky one. How cool one. is that? That he was like, yeah, I want, uh, you know, we both had a good summer that summer, right? So That rules. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this looks amazing. <laughs> I love casting him as this like kind of uh, grizzled action guy who doesn't look like it at all. Uh, the first thing I thought of because of that was falling down the Michael Douglas movie where he's just sure. like the man who can't take it anymore. And so he blows up and shoots everybody in LA, which was so fun in the nineties before white people ruined movies about white people (laughs) shooting things, you know? So, right. God. And then the other one, uh, again, crossing into the, uh, the action movie meets kids movies. There was a movie on Netflix this past year called the sleepover with Malin Ackerman, where she was like a, um, uh, a high-end luxury thief or something who worked for like a, a uh, like a super super upscale uh, thieving ring, and now she gave all that up to raise her family in you know the suburbs, and she gets brought back in on one last job because they always do, Dave. And sure, so um, that's kind of like what happened here with Bob Odenkirk. Although what I love about this is like he's not brought back in. He goes, "There's a piece of me that uh, I've." left sleeping for a long time and I got to wake it up, you know? So action wise, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it just looks so wild. I put crank down there because crank is awesome. And, uh, you know, awesome. so th- yeah, I'm with you, man. Like sign me up for this bad boy right now. You know, speaking of better call Saul, I, you know, had to have that on the list just because more so than anything, who would have thought, uh, you know, back in the Mr. Show days that Bob Odenkirk would be doing stuff like this, whether it's Better Call Saul or uh, this movie, Nobody. But he's just so perfect. His face is just so great for the, these these characters that he's, uh, he's, he's getting to play now. It's so great. Um, but then also I thought of A History of Violence, the Cronenberg movie where, uh, you know, Viggo Mortensen, you know, is kind of we we don't really know about his history but we find out about it as the violence starts to unfold and so i I think we get a little bit of that with the way that this character's uh progression is i think so too those are good picks um don't watch the sleepover (laughs) yeah i heard bad things but the way you made it sound you almost made me want to watch. no i was disappointed because i'm like who am i supposed to root for like parents or they're good guys but she's a thief forever and like it just seemed weird Anyway, nobody looks awesome. So we have some good ones coming out this month, so it seems. 
Absolutely. Yeah. March is going to be great. Lots of good stuff and kicking it off, of course, with Tom and Jerry. But uh, Jason, thank you uh, so much for doing the trailers episode again. Uh, why do you tell people what's going on over on Awesome Movie here? Well, Dave, we just started our 2003 season. As I mentioned, we kicked it off with Finding Nemo. By the time this episode comes out, Dave will have gone into our first feature, uh, The Station Agent, which if you've never seen that, awesome great movie please watch that we got a lot of good things planned for this season this might be uh lord of the rings time hinty hinty uh some Mm -hmm. underrated films that you probably haven't seen before and uh as usual dave's pick a big comedy which i appreciate awesome awesome well, uh, thank you, Jason, and uh, thanks for pushing me to do another trailer episode because I was like ready to take a nap today. I got to tell you, um, Dave, <laughs> you um, are continually letting down your audience, and that's why you have only four patron Patreon members. And I've seen six, six. Where's my money, Dave? <laughs> we got to get to the double digits. <laughs> then we'll. <yeah. laughs> I'm Lauren. And I'm John. And we host the Beard Out Podcast, the podcast where we talk about two of the greatest things in the world, beer and Weird Al. And a bunch of other stuff. That's right. Do you like nostalgia? Do you like sibling banter? Do you like beer? Do you like Weird Al? Are you human? If you answered yes to any of those questions, give us a listen. Become one of our loyal commenters. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that episode, looking at some of the movies coming out in March. Uh, Hopefully we will be covering a lot of those movies here on the show. Thank you, as always, to Jason Harris for joining me for one of these trailer episodes. Everyone, if you are not listening to Awesome Movie Year, make sure that you go check that show out. Uh, Just started their seventh season, this time on the films of 2003, and the show just keeps getting better and better. It is a great podcast and you should all be checking it out. If you like what I do here, check that out as well. Uh, so that does it for today. I want to remind you all as always to make sure you're subscribed to piecing it together wherever you listen to podcasts and you can rate and review us on Apple podcasts or on Podchaser. You can also join our Facebook group, popcorn and puzzle pieces where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. And uh, don't forget about that Patreon I told you about at the top of the show. Lots of great content on the Produced by David Rosen Patreon. So let's close this thing out with a piece of music. I mentioned during the episode that I'm currently working on the music for a film from director Chris Johnson called Jacqueline. He is the director who also made the film Beater, for which I released a soundtrack album for last year. So I'm going to play a piece of music from that soundtrack. This is the song Ferris Wheel, uh, which is kind of the centerpiece of the film Beater, uh, kind of the emotional centerpiece of the film. So... Uh, it's a really cool track. There is actually a music video for it that uses footage from the film along with some, uh, effects and stuff like that. You can find that on my YouTube channel, the Music by David Rosen YouTube channel. And, uh, like I said, hopefully we will release an album of the music from Jacqueline once this is done, but 
Uh, we got to get it done first. So I am going to go get back to work on that. And we will be back with the first regular episode of year four of Piecing It Together coming up real soon.
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.